Hey everyone, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, um, episode number 18, I believe. This episode, we will be talking about two albums, one recommended by me and one recommended by my father. How are you doing today, Dad? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good day so far. Pretty good weekend. How are you doing over there, Dan? I'm doing fine. You need to speak up, pal. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm a little <laughs> tired. Yeah. Um, but Late night last night. Yeah. Weekend stuff going on, but um, yeah. good weekend, so let's yeah. get to it. So the first album we're going to be talking about is one recommended last week by Always by my dad, and it was from 1996, um, yep. Sublime's fourth album, I believe, their self-titled album, Sublime. So why don't you uh, tell us about this album and why you recommended it and like your history with it. Yeah, so... Um, I started hearing about Sublime probably around 92, 93. Um, I really started hearing about them and listening to them um, when I would go out to, uh, you know, like uh, concerts and clubs and stuff like that. Uh, their album 40 Ounces of Fruits of Freedom where I was getting really big. Um, and I really liked them. They had a unique sound. It was... It was punkish, it was a little metal, it was a little bit ska, it was a little bit of everything kind of combined. It had almost an element of rap in it too, kind of. It was like a really different sound and a lot of people were digging it. Um, and it kind of, it was a crossover kind of sound, you know. It had a lot of different, like I said, because it had so many elements in it, a lot of groups of fans liked it. And it was kind of like, you know... It spoke to a lot of different people rather than just punks or just metalheads or just, you know, whatever. People into ska. Um, and that's what I liked about it. It just really, it was different. It was definitely different and good. And that's what I really liked about it. And then then it just blew up. When, when this, when this self-titled album came out, it was like all over the radio. I mean, Santeria and what I got and stuff like that was just huge. It was on the radio like 24-7. Yeah. I'm not saying that's always a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just, yeah, And it, that this album blew up. And I don't always necessarily like an album just because it blows up, but, like, this is a really good album. It's just really good. I, I, I don't know. I like almost... I, I think I like... I don't dislike any song on this album, and I like... I really like most of the songs, so... Yeah, I've definitely heard Santeria before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's got, huge. And what I got is pretty big, yeah. That. I've heard Doing Time, um, but only because uh, it became the the cover that Lana Del Rey did of it became like a hit. Mm -hmm. or, or was pretty popular when that came out. Um, right. So I listened to the original. Yeah, and a lot of bands today, um, and I couldn't be specific about this because I don't really remember, but I've heard a lot of modern artists or artists even in the early 2000s like give them a lot of nods and credits yeah. um, as far as influence goes. So, um, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much my history with them. I just think they're really cool. Singer died really young um, and they uh, they did go on without him at some point, I believe. I think they made more music with a different singer. Um, I didn't really follow it so I don't know much about that. But... Um, yeah, so that's my history with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so uh, Dana, what do you think about Sublime's Sublime? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I did definitely see a lot of 
rap influence. There seemed to be some sort of reggae. Influence. Yeah, reggae. I mean, when I say ska, ska is very reggae ska. influenced, so yeah. it's it's I, kind of all of that. I've never really heard of ska music, but yeah, or it's, I've heard it's, of, I've heard the word, but yeah, I don't really know what it means. I mean, in popular music, ska was uh, bled into a lot of what No Doubt did. Gwen Stefani's band, yeah. yeah, but it was um, a thing like way before that. Yeah, it was a thing way before. It was before like that. in the seventies and sixties. Ska um, was like, I guess, ska. like a, a combination of reggae and punk. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, um, I could definitely hear a lot of that in there. I don't remember whose voice this guy reminded. Oh, this might sound weird, but he sounded like Beck to me. I could almost see that. I mean, I on um, Beck was like rapping sometimes, mm-hmm. um, so I could see that a little bit. And I never thought like of that, and bit. I don't see it just by hearing it in my head. But I'm not saying it wrong. I'm just I don't hear it. But I didn't maybe make there is something to it. I didn't make that connection in my head, but I understand why Daniel would think that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of different styles of music. I see this song is a bit lighter music than Beck makes. Like yeah, Beck yeah. makes a bit darker music, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, San, I'm, like uh, Sublime's pretty dark if you listen to their lyrics. Yeah. Well, I mean, like <laughs> darker sounding. Okay, it's not as upbeat. I I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this album was pretty dark in general. Yeah. At least lyrically. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But, it's yeah, very. I mean, like up tempo. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's kind of summary, but in like a sort of crime-oriented way, almost. Yeah. There's a lot of lyrics about that. Yeah. And music video for Santeria, which I didn't watch all the way through, but that... I liked that music video from what I saw of it, and, Mm -hmm. um... Yeah. It was pretty weird. Um, so I guess I'll go through the stuff, um, the the, the songs individually. Um, Well, there's a lot of them, so I don't know if you should go through all of them. Maybe. I guess... My favorites would be, I think Santeria was my favorite, or Santeria. Mm-hmm. Santeria. Santeria. Yeah. Santeria was my favorite. Santeria is actually, um, actually, the word is um, a, an actually a, a sort of a religious practice in, um, uh, I want to say, is it Jamaica or some, some, I don't know, some island, some like West Indian island. Um, it's actually a religion. Santeria is a religion. Mm-hmm. That's why it says I don't practice Santeria. It's like voodoo almost, but yeah. not exactly. Yeah. Just so um, you know, just so you know, Santeria is a, actually a religion. What I got, I also liked, mm-hmm. of course. Um, Which was also a pretty big radio hit. April 29th, 1992, Miami. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Yeah. Uh, Jailhouse. Mm-hmm. I like Jailhouse. Oh, what was the other one? I forget, but I, um... What I got? Or... No. He said that already. Basically. No, something else. Maybe it was Jailhouse I'm thinking of. That had just, like, I feel like it had a really nice flow of the words. I'd say if I had to pick a least favorite, it's probably either Caress Me Down, The Ballad of Johnny Butt, or Burritos. <laughs> I like that song. I like those I songs. Like... But that's just me. I didn't like Burritos. I no. liked... I don't remember "Cross Me Down" very well, but I I recall liking the ballad of Johnny Butt. Yeah, I like that song. It must just be. Yeah. If I actually have a like, if I had, I like like I said, I like every song on this album. But if I had to say one, I wasn't as thrilled with. 
like out of everything, it probably was. Um, is it? It was the one right before about paddle out. That's a short one. That's yeah. like a over, paddle out. Was kind of boring. Yeah, I think it was kind of boring. Yeah, and it's, it's maybe a little bit now. same in the end. Really. Well, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, thinking about it, I think actually thinking about and it. And I like it, so it's hard to say, like, I don't like it. But I'm like, if I had to say my least, least favorite. Yeah, least favorite, because I like them all. So, but yeah. I had to say, thinking about it, probably again, maybe Jailhouse might actually be my favorite song on the mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have a least favorite? It's Burritos, I think. Oh, you said, all oh, right, you said Burritos. Yeah. Um, and Ballad of Johnny Butt, you weren't thrilled with? I wasn't thrilled with it. I didn't, like, caress me down either. Right. Okay. Um, I just, All right. Yeah. Um, overall? Um, overall grade? Probably B. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had a feeling overall um, that you guys would like this. I don't know why. I really think it speaks to a lot of people if you listen to it. Um, and I think it's just really good quality, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah. And I know you guys had a taste of it already. You had heard at least a couple of the songs on this album. Yeah. But um, I didn't know if you had ever dove any further into it. I mean, but, I had never heard of Sublime until last year. Like I'd heard the song Santeria, I know, mm-hmm. but I didn't know who it was, who it was by. Right. Um, but yeah, let's get your take. Um, um, obviously, I didn't. It's hard, it, like, because some of it is, like, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I understand why it's so influential and why I like it. It didn't really connect with me, and it annoyed me for some reason. There are certain songs, like What I Got and Do In Time, where the vocal mixing seems really weird, and I don't know if it's on purpose, if it's something with Spotify, but, like, at the beginning of the song What I Got, the vocals are mixed, like, so poorly it's I don't understand what it is like it feels like an effect that maybe is on purpose but I don't know what it serves and it just feels like my headphones are like broken really? like it um it's hard to like I um I can't exactly remember like it's like at the beginning of the song when he's like rapping um it, like when he's it, like early like, animal yeah 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 and it's like it's it uh, like switches like sometimes it's in both channel like um for a, a second it's in both channels and then an instrument on one channel is played and it sort of bounces to the right channel mm-hmm. almost I don't know if that's exactly what happens but it it just sounds like wobbly like in both of the channels yeah. in a way that just makes it sound like it's not supposed to be that way I don't know if it is or not mm. yeah. Um, there was that's weird because I've listened to this that song probably a thousand times in my life and I never got that. I mean, I listen to it. I don't know how you listen to it. I listen to it with headphones. Yeah. Every time. I mean, I'm sure most of the time, um, I, or at least some of the time, half the time, I've listened to it on headphones. Did you re-listen but, to it this week? Yeah. Uh, what did I didn't you listen to it on on my AirPod, not AirPod, whatever those things are considered. Yeah. Um, I don't know then. Huh. Um, I found it really like annoying Hmm. Um, and the whole album and I don't I know this was on purpose Um, well I don't know if it was on purpose but I know it's not just something wrong like um, like they didn't do it by accident but the like the whole album I feel like there's something about the mixing that I find really ineffective 
for what they're trying to go for. There were certain songs like Same in the End and um, April 29th, 1992. And, um... No, those were... Those were the two songs that, like, really actually... Um, affected me. I liked Under My Voodoo too, and I liked the ballad of Johnny Butt. Um, I liked, even though the these two songs were the songs that I feel like were the most, um, like, affected by that weird vocal manipulation thing, um, What I Got and Doing Time, other than that, I think were pretty good songs. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're kind of ruined by that. Right. In my opinion, like I'm not gonna listen to them outside, like outside of this album anymore because of that. Hmm. Um, but like, yeah, they're they're. What do you guys think of "Wrong Way"? That's kind of a really explicit song, but I think it's really well done and written. Mm. I mean, it's kind yeah, of about it's... rape, so it's like you know, kind of a touchy and weird thing to talk about. But a lot of the things on this album were just kind of gross. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It didn't like. I wasn't, like, disgusted by it. I was just like, all right. It's just... It feels like it's trying to be, like, edgy. I don't know. Okay. Um, how do you feel about that song? Well, I mean, I think most of the time, I, obviously, he's, like, not condoning it, so it's not a bad thing. I think yeah. he's trying to point out how fucking terrible it is. Yeah. Um, but I did, I think that's a... I think Wrong Way is a really good song. Yeah. Um, I think it's well-constructed. I think he gets a really cool point across... In there, yeah. So. It didn't like hit me that hard as like a song with this like a, a message like that. It just kind of sounded like he was talking about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, right. Yeah, and there are some like, um, well, yeah, I don't know. There, the, it it kind of annoys me sometimes, like the the prospect. Like, it's hard to talk about, but like. Sometimes it's annoying, like, um, like, like white people, like, uh, sort of like, like throwing their hat in into like, like black culture and stuff with like black music like this, where it's like rap music and ska music, um, which was, you know, like influenced by reggae, um, where he's talking about, like, the Rodney King murder. And I don't know the tone that he's trying to take with that on the song April 29, 1992. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. He's talking about, like, rioting himself after that happened. Um, I mean, he's talking he, about the, the, the rioting he experienced down in Miami after the Rodney King verdict in L.A. Yeah. And how he felt... You know about what was going on and his participation in it yeah but yeah i mean i get what you're saying you know i mean he to me he's coming at it from a perspective of he was living amongst it and whether he was black or white or not he was still living in it yeah yeah like i can't get too angry at it something about it annoys me though and i can't quite like, pin it down. Mm. Like, it seems like he has, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, and I'm not really taking points away from the album because of it. It just, like, a lot of it just didn't connect with me. And I found a lot of the mixing 
kind of bad. A lot of his, I don't like him as like a rapper really. Um, and I think it goes on for a while and it's a little samey. Something about it I just can't really get into. Um, so, yeah. Right. I was... I thought you'd like it more than that, but that's yeah. we live and we learn. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I, yeah, I honestly thought I'd like it more than that, too. Like, I, was, I, I had heard Sublime before, and I was like, okay, like, I don't know if it's going to be great the whole way through... But I think it'll be entertaining. But I can't really say it even was that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't very uh, entertained by it or affected by it in any way. Except for certain moments. Um, I thought it was all a little, a little samey. It's not really my thing in general. Jamie's a weird thing for me to hear about Sublime. I'm sorry. I mean, if that's the way you feel, that's fine. And I'm not saying know, like, you can't I, feel that way. But, yeah, it, they, they, they seem to me very not Samey. There seem like a lot of throwaway songs. Um, like, a lot of these songs, I'm just like, what What was even, like, the point? Like, I know that shouldn't be, like, that, that. that's a weird song to ask about that. But the song Jailhouse, I remember just being like, like, he, uh, I, like, it didn't, nothing about it, like, like, it went through my brain, uh, through my ear and out the other ear. Like, it was just, I, I, I'm trying to find the right word for it, where, because, mm. like, I remember the song, but, like, I'm not going to remember anything about it. It's just because I just listened to it. Mm. Like, I'm, it has so much trouble staying in my brain, I guess. Mm. The, the the themes of this album and the sounds on this album um right it's all just i don't okay. care about it no, that's cool that's cool I, I, you, again it's it's kind of interesting uh to to get an unexpected um you know good or bad yeah. uh review yeah. you know it's hard for me to like communicate yeah, because that that's music in general, and you yeah, know, we have a music podcast, so yeah, we're supposed to be trying to communicate to our best ability how we feel about music. But sometimes it's just hard because mm-hmm. it's hard to explain how music makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been trying to like learn new adjectives and like ways to describe um, music listening, you know, from like other criticisms. Yeah, and other critics and because sometimes you just don't want to be like you know I just don't get it it's just not hitting me and that's yeah. that should that that can be enough you know because sometimes that's the way it is like it's the same like me on sometimes on me and Daniel's wrestling podcast we like like I'll say to him about a wrestler that he's trying to tell me he think is re- he thinks is really good I'm just like no not no I won't ever be like no because that's not fair but like I have to say to him like I just don't get it this wrestler does not speak to me. This wrestler does not hit me where it hits you. You know, like, he doesn't thrill me like he thrills you. And it's the same with music. Like, this album hits me. Like, this album makes me feel things. This makes this album, to me, is, like, shows a ton of talent and shows a ton of, like, interesting ideas. And it doesn't to Dominic. And that's fine. You know? Yeah. That's why there's music out there. That's why there's so much music out there for so many different people's brains. You know, yeah. and that's cool. I don't, I don't know why, but yeah, and that, and it's and it's interesting. It's not good or bad. It's just interesting that I thought this would 
have some kind of an impact on him. But it's also fine that it didn't. It's also cool that it kind of did on Daniel. You know, so cool. Yeah. Either way, it's cool. It's it's fine. All right. Cool. Yeah. So the next album. Yeah, the next album was recommended by me last week. Um, it's um, a little album from 2013 by a man named Chance the Rapper, who just had a thing happen this week oh. where he was like, yeah. Um, so he came out with an album last year called The Big Day. Um, it was his first actual album. He had like mixtapes like this um, before that. Um, but that was his first actual album, and it wasn't received very well. I personally think, like, the hate for it was a little bit much, but, um, like, that's just me. And I understand why a lot of people really didn't like it, but he had, he started blocking people on Twitter the other day, like, blocking so many people who were just, like, criticizing his album. Um, because I guess he was, he was like, you are all disrespecting me. Um, and it feels like he was able to take criticism better than that in the past. Um, but I guess, I don't know, he, he, the build-up for that album was, like, huge, and, um, a, like, he was really excited to release it and stuff, and then everybody was disappointed by it, and now he's angry, um, but whatever. Um, that came way after this, uh, mixtape, um, called Acid Rap. Um, and this was his second mixtape, but it was his first one that really got him popular. I think his first mixtape was pretty popular too, but this one really, like, broke him out. And, um, the third one was even more popular and had even more hits and guests on it. Um, but I don't love, the, that one's called Coloring Book, and I don't love that one as much. I like Chance the Rapper in general. I like, a lot of people find him annoying... Or, like, corny, or, like, uh, like he's not good at rapping, or he's not good at singing. I don't think any of those things are true. I get finding him annoying to an extent. Like, all the nya 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 and the ah! Like, the, those, that lo <laughs> like little screams he does all the time. That is a popular um, uh, thread in his music. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's a lot of nya nya nyas and ah! on this album. Um, I find it endearing and kind of funny, um, but I understand finding it annoying, or finding him annoying. Like, his rap style sometimes, his voice, um, like, there's this part on the song Lost where he's just, like, talking like a caveman for some reason, like, he's like, me no, I forget what he says, like, me no like he whatever, um, it's, it's all, like, he just does that sometimes. He's kind of corny in general, but I find it all kind of endearing. Um, and I really like this album in general. It's almost like a comfort album for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's all, like, nothing too abrasive. It's all kind of very uh, laid back. Um, it's, it's, to an extent, made for people on drugs. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, all of the songs... Most of the songs are pretty like laid back. Um, I can just sort I I can just sort of relax and listen to them. I know all of them pretty well. Um, so yeah. Cool. And yeah, I find I find his voice like somewhat comforting for some reason. Um, I didn't realize that the song Juice wasn't on here. Um, 
it's replaced with like uh, he juices on here. I have juice on my on mine. It's not on the version on Spotify. At least I don't think so. Hold it was on. on I don't listen to it the whole Spotify. song. Yeah. No, it, it was a weird. There's a song yeah. called Juice. So, oh, okay. So that's not Juice. Okay. So Juice was originally on the album. Um, but on this, it's replaced by like a 30 second thing of him talking and saying all of the proceeds for this, this stream on Spotify are going to a charity. Mm-hmm. So the original song is like three minutes long. Okay. Um, but it, it's copyrighted for some reason. I think he samples something that he's not allowed to use on Spotify. And like, he says on the song, like I tried to get juice on here. I couldn't. So every time you stream this song. It goes to oh, some okay. charity. I don't remember which one. Um, I didn't realize that. I don't know if the last time I listened to this album all the way through it was on there or not. Because um, Spotify, like, the, they put songs up and then, like, somebody realizes that their copyrighted material is in it. Right. And then they have to take it down. So, or for some other reason. Um, but, yeah, that happens with a lot of mixtapes. Like, they sample stuff when they're young, and they, they're just like, this sounds cool. And then when they get older and they try to be more commercial, and they get more popular, it doesn't work out on streaming platforms. Right, right. And it has to be taken down. So, yeah. um, I really like Juice. That's actually one of my favorite songs on this album, but it's not there, unfortunately. I have to go back and find it, then, because I'd like yeah. to hear it. Um, but, yeah. So, um, I guess, I don't know. Daniel, you seemed excited to listen to this album. So what did you think about it? Um, I liked it mostly. There were mm-hmm. four songs that I really liked, and the rest of them were kind of, you know, either meh or bad. Um, okay. Those songs were Paranoia, which is the best song on this album, in my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't heard Juice yet. Yeah. Um, Cocoa Butter Kisses. Yeah. Um... Favorite song for obvious reasons. Well, sure. Uh, Childish Gambino is the feature on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, Chainsmoker. Mm-hmm. The songs I don't like. Smoke again is my least favorite because it's, really? it's really aggressive for some reason to me, and like it's uh, out of place on the album. I like that. Song. Nana. It's yeah, just, uh, kind of annoying. Stuff. I find Action Bronson kind of annoying in general. Yeah. It seems like he's like a sometimes I don't like Action Bronson, and I don't know if this makes any sense because he might have like come out at the same time or before Chance the Rapper, but it sounds like he's trying to sound like him a lot of the time. Um, yeah, push he's him like in. a he, his whole gimmick is that he's like a fat white guy. Yeah, but he's a rapper. Um, I also don't like push a man that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Paranoia, Cocoa Butter Kisses, um, Favorite Song, and Chainsmoker are all really good in my opinion. Um, like the rest of it, the two, the ending and beginning songs are just kind of, they're kind of the same song in my opinion. I mean, they're similar I, like elements to them. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I felt like I was just listening to the same song. Um... I, yeah, I don't understand that. Like, th- th- there are similar elements to them, like, to connect the two ends of the albums, in my opinion, but they're two pretty different songs. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even remember listening to Lost. Really? I saw it today, and I was just like, oh, that 
I had to listen to it again because I didn't remember it. I didn't oh, okay. think it was very forgettable in my opinion. It wasn't bad. Okay. It was fine. Like, none. I don't think there's. Well, I don't think there's a horrible song on this album. I think there are some pretty bad. There are some pretty ungood songs on this album. I think. <laughs> I think smoke. Okay. I think smoke again is a bad song. But I don't think the rest of the ones I mentioned, like um, Push a Man and Nana, are very are that bad. Yeah. Okay. But, um, Everybody's something. It was a sweet song. Like. Yeah. It felt like it was trying to. Pick. It felt like a pick me up song. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, yeah. But you know, it, I don't think it. I don't think that makes it like really good. Um. Acid Rain, um, it was, like, it was just kind of there, um. Really? Um. Jeez. Yeah. You're saying all the, you're, like, saying meh to all the songs that I really love. And your opinion is valid, don't get us wrong. Yeah, I mean. I'm kind of disagreeing with a lot of what you're saying, and it feels like he is, too. Yeah. Like, maybe it was just, I felt like the whole album I wanted to go back and listen to Paranoia again, because... No, yeah, I love Paranoia. Paranoia is good. Yeah. I love Cocoa Butter Kisses. I love Lost. Um, I love Acid Rain. I love uh, Smoke Again, and the two, and the intro and the outro, um, are all really amazing. Like amazing song. Like some of my favorite songs over the past decade are those. Um, and I like it's hard to say why. I really love um, what's her name? Uh, 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 no name on the song Lost. That's like. Mm one of the most heartfelt verses that I've heard over the last 10 years. And he, she's really great, and um, I was thinking of recommending one of her albums or mixtapes, uh, too, and I might at some point. The funniest But she's one of, like, my favorite female rappers over the past 10 years. Um, yeah. And she was kind of introduced on this album to, to like, everybody. Because, you know, she wasn't, like, nobody really knew who she was before this, and then she had that verse on that song, and everybody was like, wow. So, the funniest part when I was looking at that song, I was like, "Who's that feature?" Naname. <laughs> no, it's no, yeah, it's no name. She was called No Name Gypsy um, at this point, but she just started calling herself No Name when she released her first big mixtape. Um, so. But it took me like ten minutes to realize, "Oh, that's No Name." <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's your grade for this album? Yeah, um, it's an A plus. I, I mean, a, a, a minus okay. is what Jeez. I meant. I um, thought I was about to get the the gold the star first for a second. A plus. Yeah. Wow. No, no A pluses so far. <laughs> um, a minus. Okay. That's that's still really good. Has yeah. been given before, right? I think I, I gave um, the Chris Cornell one. I mean, I've given that a few times. I gave it a, a regular A. An A plus, an A minus. Oh, has anyone gotten? I don't a think I've given it a regular. I've gotten a. a regular A from you. For what? From Run the Jewels. Run the, Run the Jewels, Jewels, right. I haven't given... I don't know if I've yet. given anybody an A. I don't know. We should be keeping track of that. Yeah. I yeah, don't should know. go back and keep track I don't, of that, baby. I, I, don't, I think I've given an A-. minus. I know I've, I'm pretty sure I gave an A- minus to, like, the Alice in Chains mm-hmm. and the Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I Chris, gave... The Chris Cornell. I gave the Chris Cornell an A. Did you? Okay. You know, I'll give this an A, too. I actually really like this, too. Mm. Okay. This might I mean, be my you favorite. seem to you seem to like it more now than when you begun this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this 
the review, so. Yeah, you this, talked yourself into it, eh? Yeah, this might be my favorite album you've recommended so far. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So cool. So, yeah. uh, Dad, what do you think? I'm interested. I was, yeah, I was a little bit, uh, I'm not going to say nervous, but like, so I have heard, obviously I've heard a Chance the Rapper before, I've seen him in commercials, I've seen him in like, and I've heard his music as like background music in places and like, you know, but I didn't know much about him. Like obviously, you know, just not listening to that music a ton on my own, um, I didn't know much about him. And then I thought about your recent record in, <laughs> in recommending music, you've been very up and down. You, you, you recommended some really awesome stuff like Run the Jewels and... Um, what else am I not thinking of? Uh, I don't know. There was uh, something else that was really awesome. Run the Jewels and... Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, damn, why can't I think of it? There was two that were really awesome. Uh, Injury Reserve. Injury Reserve, uh, uh, yeah. And then you had some duds like, like 100 Gek and... Um, I don't know, whatever. Gex. Gex. So I was like, I don't know, man. We'll see, what, we'll see how this goes. And for some reason, and this is probably my negative, you know, thought process sometimes, I was like, I don't know, man, something just sounds like it's not going to be very good about Chance the Rapper, I don't know. But, yeah, I was proven wrong. I really like Chance the Rapper. Okay. Believe it or not, this album is really, really good. Ooh. I really, really enjoyed this album. Ooh. I think we're about to get I know. I don't know. Can you explain to me really quick? Like, yeah. okay, you're saying this isn't an album. Yeah. And I don't get that. It sounds like an album. There's a lot of sampling. Okay. And it's not supposed to have as much of like a flow as an album. Okay. But the, that line is so blurred. It's just like you release mixtapes as like a starting point. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not doing something too ambitious with this. Your right. album is, like, the big deal. Right. A big commercial deal. He really... I mean, he released this mixtape independently. Okay. Um, I, I don't know where... Uh, I don't know where people upload a mixtapes then. Now it's, like, SoundCloud mm-hmm. and stuff, but, um... In 2013, I think SoundCloud yeah. was already a thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like there was something more popular then. Maybe. That, um... But anyway, uh, um... I, uh, but, yeah, that, that... This is, like... Like, a test, almost. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to explain, since well, the lines have been blurred so much, and people have had mixtapes that are more popular than their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have had commercial mixtapes, which I don't even know what that means. Right. But, um, yeah, Well, so, he passed the test, because yeah. this is really good. Um... Overall, I can say a few things, and then I'll kind of go... I won't go track by track, but I'll give a, a couple things. Um, overall, I really like the way he raps. Um, I don't find him annoying. I find his... I, I think I kind of fall in the, same, uh, in the same tone as you, as far as I find him soothing, almost, and just good. His rapping, and even when he tr- kind of tries to sing, I kind of find it good. Mm-hmm. I know it's not technically great, but... I find it interesting yeah. and good. And he yeah. kind of tries to sing more on the on the mixtape oh. after this. Yeah, but um, but yeah. I find his rapping really good. Um, I find him talented. I think when he both when he fast raps and regular raps, I think he's really good. If he writes his own lyrics, 
Yeah. Does I'm, he? I'm pretty sure, yeah. He, okay. Because this was released independently. This yeah. Very much if he writes his day. own lyrics, he's very so, good. The lyrics to the raps are really good almost all the time. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I just, as an album, there were no terrible songs on this album. So there's a good start. There were only a few that I found not great. Mm-hmm. Um, those were Lost... And I know you said you love that song, so I don't know. I didn't. It didn't connect with me. Um, it's not terrible. I just found it a bit annoying. Why is that? Um, the voice effects he does on it. Like what? Isn't that the one where he like does a lot more of that? Um, the uh, what's, what am I looking for here? Um, isn't that the one where you said he was doing a lot more of the, you know, how he, those two things he does, like the na 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 nas or whatever, and the. I don't the, think the two so. things you said he does a lot on this album. I don't think he does that. No, he doesn't really do that on that song very much. That's like a more like. I wish I would have made more notes then, because there was something um, he did on this song that bothered me a little more than other songs. I mean, he does that on everybody something a little bit. He does that on na na. Unless I mix something up, I don't know. I put that. I don't know. I definitely put that I did not like Lost as much as every uh, all the other songs on this album. Yeah. Probably Push a Man was my second least favorite. Mm-hmm. And and probably Nana was my third least favorite. Yeah. Um, my absolute favorite on this album is Acid Rain. Mm-hmm. It's a really pretty song. The lyrics are amazing, and he does he raps and sings and does everything really well on that song. Yeah. My second favorite is Paranoia. I agree with Daniel on that in the fact that it's a really good song. It's powerful. Um, the lyrics are powerful. Um, what he's singing about, you know, um, you know, kind of the hood violence he sees going on and how he's really sick of it and how he wishes people would, like, see what's going on and stop, like, ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really powerful and it really stuck with me. Um it was almost a tie for first between those two. Um, for some reason, I wound up liking Acid Rain a little bit more. Mm. But I, it's really close. Those two are really, really close to being tied for first place. Um, third place would probably be a tie between the outro and the intro song. Mm-hmm. I really like those two. Um, I really like the interlude, That's Love Song. Yeah, that was nice. I, it was, that's it's nice. kind of cool. And his rapping in it is really good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and those are my favorite songs on the album. Everything else is either... I like Cocoa Butter Kisses. Yet, there were songs on there that were fun songs. And I found Cocoa Butter Kisses to be like that. Um, favorite song I found to be like that. Yeah. It didn't blow me away, favorite song. And I knew it would Daniel. Yeah. But it was a good song. It was a fun song. But I didn't find it, like, great. Yeah. And same thing with Cocoa Butter Kisses. Um, Smoke Again, same thing. I found it to be a good song and a fun song, but didn't blow me away. Um, Chainsmoke was good but and had good rapping in it, but I didn't find it like over-the-top good. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I really like this album. I really like this mixtape. Yeah. Um, I find him really talented. Yeah. And... It was it was one of those pleasant surprise ones like uh, Run the Jewels to me. It was I found myself really getting into it, 
I find myself really cranking it up when I, I listen to it a couple times, like on the way to work before I like sat down and like reviewed it, just listening to it, you know, on my ride in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I found myself like cranking it up and being like, this is fucking good. <laughs> yeah. that's so it. that's, yeah, I definitely liked it. And def- and I think I'm going to give it the same as, as uh, Run the Jewels. I think I'm giving it at an A. Cool. You know, it had a couple weak tracks, weaker tracks, so it, it can't hit the A plus for me. Um, but yeah, A, solid A. That's good. Yeah, uh, good find here. Jesus. I put a couple of the songs on my. Uh, I think I put uh, Acid Rain and Paranoia on um on a list of on my Spotify. Out of this. Cool. So um, yeah, good job. Yeah. So. Do you have your recommendation? Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm pretty sure I do. All right, you um, can go first then. So, I don't know if I've ever talked about this band. It's or it's a duo technically. Mm-hmm. But um, not Death I've Rips, been. No, 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 no. <laughs> not I've another been, Death Rips. I've been a fan of uh this duo for a while. Like this was one of the first uh, uh musical projects that I ever got into. Like it was like. Modest Mouse, Gorillas, and then this that I got really into. This album specifically, that it was in like 20, 2018 when it came out, that I was like kind of obsessed with a little bit. Um, and I, I, it's almost like, at least some of it is like a little bit spooky and um, ho- uh, like I thought it might be like cool for Halloween, some of the songs. So um, I'm going to recommend an album by MGMT. Called mm. Little Dark Age. Oh, I have heard this album before, and I do like mm. it. So, so all right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a bit of a throwback. It's kind of synth poppy. It's um, almost like the uh, like some of it is like almost like the Cure ish, mm-hmm. which I thought maybe you would like. Maybe that's not the best um, comparison, but I kind of find that uh, to be to be true to like be an influence on this album so mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah i've definitely heard some mgmt yeah. i'm not super familiar with this album unless it's got songs songs on it i've heard on the yeah. radio or they, whatever but their earlier stuff is very popular like mm-hmm. you've heard like kids yeah or time to pretend probably mm-hmm. um so yeah um yeah that's my recommendation all uh, right what's yours so all right actually something you said just made my decision for me and it's really funny yeah. so I had a couple different albums in my head. I wanted to go heavier this week because I am definitely, you know, a big heavy metal fan. And I like all kinds of music, and I've kind of been going back and forth. A couple of albums I've recommended have been heavy, obviously. But I haven't gone real heavy. And I was down to two albums I wanted to recommend. But when you talked about the Halloween thing, I was like, oh my God, this one album I have to recommend now because it's from a band... That was, first of all, first of all, they would play a show every Halloween because they're very almost vampire themed. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're very, um, I don't know, just their whole fan base and their whole thing is kind of Halloween-ish. And I love this band. They're a band that um, I've seen in concert I'm gonna say no less than ten to fifteen times. Um, they make fun of themselves. The, actually, the singer died about fifteen years ago, um, so they haven't played since. But um, 
the name of the band is Typo Negative. Mm. Um, the I struggled between two of their what I think are their best albums, which one to recommend. But I'm gonna recommend their first more popular, like the first album that made them popular, um, and it's called Bloody Kisses. Okay. Um, it had a couple of songs that got them pretty popular. Um, Black Number One was a big song for them. Um, and Christian Woman was a big song for them. They're very blasphemous. Yeah. They're very anti-religion. They're kind of sexual, which is a little weird, but especially recommending an album to this to my sons. Sure. But I think they're old enough to handle it. Um, and... They make fun of the fact that, like, you'll even hear on some of their songs, and then, like, if you ever see an interview with them or anything, they'll tell you they're terrible musicians. <laughs> I don't really yeah. think that, though. Like, I think they're actually decent musicians. Um, but, you know, they're just like, we're, we're four idiots from Brooklyn that, like, you know, just are getting by and having fun. And yeah. I love that attitude about them. Yeah. You know? So that's why I'm recommending it. I love this album. If you take it in the context that it's meant to be, which is like fun and making... This album is actually making fun of their own fans. Because some of their fans actually take them very seriously and dress up in like, you know, black hair dye and dress up like vampires. And they're just like, are you serious? (laughs) The band thinks they're crazy. (laughs) So, I don't know. Uh, Typo Negative, uh, Bloody Kisses is the album. Give it a listen. I think it's fun. I think it's kind of crazy. And it's... I like the album. I love the album. So... Cool. Give it a listen. So, yeah. So, next week, Little Dark Age by MGMT from 2018 and Bloody Kisses by Typo Negative from when? I want to say 1990 or 91. I don't remember. A lot of 90s albums for me. A lot of 90s albums out of me. I touched... Yeah, I... That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the, the other album was decade. was gonna be a lot newer, you but know, I only went with this when I thought of the Halloween theme, and I thought typo negative was perfect. Yeah, that's fine. Um, hey, nineties was a pretty good decade for music. It was. Um, it was. So yeah, uh, those two albums. If you want to do your homework for next week and be caught up, um, we'll see you next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah, since this podcast is uploaded on Thursday. Oh, you do the up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. See you then. See you then.